0: hi everyone and welcome back to nobody knows i want to say thank you so much for all the love and support on madison's episode two weeks ago it was great to hear your feedback and how you all related so much to her story i'm i'm really looking forward to having more guests on here and an attempt for us to find peace and so that we can all feel a little bit less alone in our journeys of self-discovery and navigating life and just figuring out ourselves so the holidays are fast approaching and I literally can't believe it, Christmas is in 10 days. This time always flies by and I just feel like I never savor it. So, in an attempts to remain consistent with content creation, but then to also appreciate the holiday season and just get in the holiday spirit. I celebrated the 12 days of Christmas on TikTok. So if you love the holidays or are needing to get in the holiday spirit, check that out over on my TikTok at nobody knows podcast followed by an underscore score. I don't know about you, but I am really feeling the end of the year strain. Like, I'm definitely spent, I've had enough, and if I was able to call it a day-to-day and do nothing for the remainder of the year, I definitely would. I feel like I've been running on E since probably the middle of November, and as each week has passed, you know, every Sunday as I'm preparing for work and getting ready for Monday, I'm always saying, you know, just one more, one more week until the holidays just one more week keep pushing just keep going and honestly I don't know why I've been saying that to myself it sort of was like for what because for me the holidays are going to be this wild time shuffling between my parents house and my boyfriend's parents places and it's just going to be very chaotic and plus I actually didn't take off any time during the holidays so I'm not sure why I'm counting down to the end of the year as I'm going to have little to no downtime. Maybe I think I would magically reset on January 1st in like 2023 and have all this newfound energy but I have a sneaking suspicion that that most definitely will not happen (laughs) so this week as I told myself yet again you know just keep pushing through another week we can tackle it a little voice in my head said everything that my I think my entire body was literally screaming at me for It was just saying you know no more I really need a break and that message started to amplify throughout my entire day until I realized that this was like my body and my mind's way of saying I needed a mental health day I then thought you know I can't take this day because it would just delay everything in motion that's already going on at work and that I didn't want to add to my coworkers' stress. You know, there's a lot of things going on right now, a lot of reports, Q4, just end of the year wrapping things up, and I thought it would be very selfish for me to just take this day off. And essentially, it was I was feeling shame and guilt for needing to put myself first, something that is extremely common when particularly women have to advocate for themselves at work. So today I want to chat with you on how we can all squash those limiting beliefs and how we can understand and advocate for when we really need to take a day for ourselves and what to do when we actually do take that day. So first off, let's talk about how the heck do you even know that you need to take a mental health day? Well, I'm happy to report that there are a slew of telltale signs that you need one. You can definitely look this up on Google. I looked up a few, but I'm also going to include some that I personally felt. First one is when you're distracted by something that you need to address. This might be in your personal life, it could also be in your work life, but it's just consuming you completely. Number two is when you've been neglecting yourself. Number three, when you need to attend appointments to take care of your mental health. Everyone always tries to book even physical health appointments, mental health appointments, just in general appointments outside of their work day because it's easier but sometimes that doesn't work out depending on your doctor, your practitioner, whoever you are going to see for that specific appointment. Sometimes you need to take the day. Number 4 is a lack of concentration and inability to focus. Number 5 increased anxiety and stress and consistently low mood. 6 is excessive unwarranted irritability. Seven, you no longer make time for your hobbies and interests. Eight is feeling disconnected from others. Number nine is headaches and physical ailments. And then number 10 is not sleeping well enough or experiencing sleep disturbances. I am sure that there are so many more and I've probably missed quite a few of these. But if you're feeling any or multiple of the ways I've just listed, I would definitely keep an eye on those feelings and I would probably take a mental health day to reset. So now that we've addressed taking the day and that we need it, how can we advocate for ourselves to our boss or to our employer? So mental health days help you feel grounded and re-energized. They maintain a healthy work-life balance or perspective. They help you to manage burnout and they also help you to feel refreshed and reset. These are all key to maintaining your overall health and your ability to engage at work in the best way for the longest amount of time. So you could either be planning to take a mental health day or spontaneously need one like I did this week, but either way, you're probably going to experience some form of guilt or shame and feeling like I did and feeling like you're going to abandon your coworkers on the day. And it's probably going to be the time when you need to take one that there's like the biggest thing that needs to be done that it seems like, or you're in the height of year end and everyone's really, really busy. So you're going to feel selfish. That is completely normal and understandable, and as a society, we're not fully versed in prioritizing our mental health, and that's why it feels weird. It feels funky, because even though we're discussing it more and slowly talking about mental health, there is still a very, very large mental health stigma. And in fact, when I was figuring out what to tell my boss as to why I wouldn't be able to work this week, I initially was just going to say, you know, I was physically ill because it was just so much easier to understand. Like no one asks you questions or second guesses your judgment when you just say, I'm sick. But there's definitely pushback when you bring up mental health. And I had a bit of an internal battle on this one. And ultimately I said I was unwell and I needed to take a mental health day. And I'm actually really glad that I did because... I looked up an article before sitting down for this episode and I'm quoting an article I found on CNET and it says, you may think that the easiest way to take a mental health day is to lie about being sick. While that may be the easiest tactic up front, it's only going to further perpetuate the stigma around mental health in the workplace. And if I look at my year and count the times I was unwell or sick and I needed to take a sick day, I think there were three in total. One was because I was physically sick and the other two were for mental health reasons. So chances are, if you round up all your sick days... Most of them are going to be for mental health purposes. So why are we beating around the bush on the specifics of this? This just further demonstrates that mental health is just as much a reason to take a sick day as your physical health is. If you're needing help on the specifics of what to write to your boss, I will share you exactly what I wrote. I said, I need to take a sick slash mental health day. I do not feel well and need to take today to rest and recoup. Simple. To the point, no details really on like how I'm feeling or anything about that. But I did say I needed a mental health day. You definitely don't need to divulge all the details. And I would say think of it as how you would write to your boss if you were physically sick. It's not like you're going to tell your boss that you've been vomiting or give all the details about that. And if you have done that, that's like way too much information and you probably shouldn't be doing that anyways. But you definitely need to be firm and advocate the fact that in order to work at your best, you need a day to take care of yourself first. So now that you've realized you needed to take the mental health day and that you've advocated to your boss to take the mental health day, Here comes the sneaky hard part. It sort of creeps up on you. You actually have to follow through and prioritize yourself. And a lot of people struggle with this and myself included. Once I wrapped up a few summary notes to hand off at work and I shut down my work laptop, I got a little bit anxious again. Immediately my brain went into like autopilot and I started planning out my entire day. Like thinking about all the things I had to do. And the funny thing is, is I literally had nothing to do. It's just, I think we're all conditioned to do this. I we think that rest is bad and it's lazy and it's non-productive. And the key to having such a successful day, I think, is that I told myself I didn't need to have a plan and that I will do what I want as I progress throughout my day. No expectations, except the one thing I wanted to avoid was being on my phone endlessly scrolling throughout the day. I started to realize this last week when I was on TikTok. I wasn't even enjoying it anymore, but for whatever reason, I just couldn't stop scrolling. And anytime I'd be scrolling, I felt exhausted. It was like this vicious cycle. Pretty much like an addiction and I think it definitely contributed to me to feeling burnt out this week and just in general lately. So I limited my screen time this week and when I took my mental health day and just went along with my day. The first thing I did was I laid in bed a little bit longer. Eventually, I got out, I had a shower, I got dressed and I actually went for a walk. I grabbed a coffee and I sat in the coffee shop for a while just people watching. Then I called my boyfriend, I called my mom, and then I called my dad. It was really nice to reconnect with people that, you know, I haven't really had a chance to sit down and have a fully focused conversation with them because I'm either exhausted from working or I am working. I then went home and I cleaned up my fridge and I didn't do like a big deep clean. I didn't want to like overexert myself, but I did remove any food that was bad. And I reorganized the fridge in the way that I like and for easier access for the next day when I was back at work. And then I just curled up on the couch and rested for the entire day. And I actually went to bed at 1030, which was record breaking considering all of the previous nights I had gone to bed. I was going to bed past midnight and it was just waking up the next morning exhausted. So, all in all, I thought it was a pretty restorative day. It certainly wasn't life-changing because I've noticed I've been tired later on this week, but I am definitely way better than I would have been having not taken that day. Finally, before we wrap up, you may be thinking to yourself, "Well, how many mental health days should I be taking throughout the year?" And talk space therapist Amy Serbus says in that CNET article, there's no gold standard for the frequency of mental health days. It all depends on your individual circumstances and stress tolerance, and it can vary based on personal challenges that coincide with the intensity of your workload. Some months you may not feel the need to take a mental health day, whereas other months you may need to take more than one. On average, it can be good to schedule at least one to two mental health days a quarter. Scheduled days off create a routine of dedicated time to good self care, which helps maintain stability and sustainability over time. And this is something that I didn't even really clue into. Like, I had no idea about actually scheduling out mental health days in advance I feel like it definitely is a more proactive and sustainable like they said way to avoid burnout and exhaustion because you always have a personal day in the future that you can look forward to so if you're needing a mental health day don't delay and prioritize yourself you're doing your best and your best is good enough but in order to continue doing your best you need to prioritize yourself once you finally take a mental health day, ensure that you're present as possible with yourself to get the most out of that day. You're worth it and your mental health matters. This will be my last episode of 2022 and I want to say a very big thank you to everyone who has listened and shared Nobody Knows. I am very excited for upcoming episodes in 2023. That's wild to say and I wish you a very wonderful holiday and a happy new year. Until then, bye for now.